mix. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me and somehow drug his chair all the way to the United Kingdom. Andy, how are you? How are things? How's the Open going? It's It's been good. I stayed up late just so I wouldn't wake up early. I th- sometimes you wake up. I'm an old man. I'm washed. Sometimes maybe a dog wakes up or I'll wake up and it'll be like three. If I would have woke up at like three in the morning, I would have just gone to like the family room and watched golf. So I stayed up late on purpose so I could wake up late. I did pleasantly surprised a couple guys, uh, Spieth and uh, Usti <laughs> playing well. There's uh yeah, there's me. That's actually at the Masters. That hat was so hot in Augusta. <laughs> Can't imagine wearing that kind of hat. Not there. great Although for the it, humidity. It looks a little. It must have been a little cool that morning because uh, Lewis has his jacket on. But yes, this is our clubhouse leader, and the afternoon wave is a little bit windy. So maybe that sticks. Maybe it doesn't. Either way, there's still a lot of golf left. Um, and uh, it's been good so far. A few uh, surprises. Jason Day is like a trillion over par. Um, I played a couple other little ticklers from some other people. I got a low amateur I'm kind of tracking right now. I think it's a German kid. But otherwise, mm-hmm. it's been fun. It's good. Uh, daily matchups. I'll figure that out when we get there. And uh, once we get around to finishing this round up, I'll look at some round two stuff. Probably put a blog out this afternoon. Uh, NBA was fun last night. We have a series. Yeah, we do. I mean, it's it was a really great ending there. I mean, Giannis, one of the amazing parts about that block is at the end is that we all kind of forgot the one. I think it was from game three or maybe game two where he basically did the LeBron catch-up block, um, which was pretty astounding. But, I mean, blocking eight in there for that dunk, I mean, that's going to be – that's a highlight of, like, all highlight kind of plays. That's It's just amazing. I mean, that puts Giannis – um, you know, it, it continues what we've seen in the series from him and it really in these playoffs, continuing to raise his game, coming back from an in- injury, being able to manage things, being able to deal with every stadium, counting and counting incorrectly, folks. I've got the timer out. You people, you need to slow down. We need to get a Mississippi in there or something. You guys are at like 12 by the time he gets to nine. But dealing with all that adversity, raising his game, he, he's really starting to show signs and pushing into maybe the conversation of a really great NBA player. If they can find a way to win this series, you put all that together. You Now we've got the big highlight with the block. He continues to put up outrageous numbers in every game. So it's really fun to watch Giannis. Um, and at the same time, you know, there's, when there's a positive Andy, there's a negative. Um, we're starting to hear whispers and creeping ins of doubt about Chris Paul again. You know, he finally got to the finals. He finally made it this far. But now we're in another big pressure situation. He hasn't really played as great as I guess people would hope he would. So we head back to Phoenix. We got a three-game series here at this point. I'll be pretty surprised if this doesn't go to seven. Um, So we head back to Phoenix, then to Milwaukee, then back to Phoenix here to finish it up. Dan's got the uh, MVP finals odds up here. This is pretty interesting. You know, you look at Giannis plus 104. Um, that's pretty telling to me, Andy, that Giannis is actually shorter to be the finals MVP than he, the Bucks are to win the series. There right? is Isn't that pretty interesting? Probably a very small chance of the Bucks losing seven in a very close game and they'd still want to give it to him. If CP3, if that didn't exist, that narrative didn't exist, I think it'd probably be even greater chance of that. They, The NBA has given an MVP to a losing team, haven't they? I'm sure. Jerry I mean, it was, yeah, it was way back. Yeah, Jerry West was it was not recent, but man, if there ever was a case for it, he is a god right now, a Greek god, and 
it's, you know, if they lose this in seven, he was still the best player in the series. So I wouldn't hate it. I don't hate that. I, I common sense can prevail once in a while. You don't have to give it to somebody on the winning team, but definitely yeah, it is interesting seeing what the odds are there. If you were, if you were betting the Suns, if you thought the Suns get it done in seven, would you bet that? Would you rather take the Suns or would you rather take a little bit of the Suns and maybe, maybe three quarter Suns and like quarter Chris Paul MVP? Maybe tickle it a little bit that way as well. Uh, it's. You know, Dan, if you can't switch back to those MVP odds for a second, it's hard to, you know, figure out really for the Suns here. You've got Chris Paul plus 175. You've got Devin Booker plus 240. You know, that means we're going to get a really nice number on DeAndre Ayton. You know, maybe honestly, I would sprinkle a little bit on Ayton, maybe a little bit on Paul. I, I don't know. Um, it, it's hard to figure out. I, I don't know if anyone on that team really has stood out in a big way. I think one of the, you know, the positives of the pressure being on Paul, if you bet it now, if he does have a good game in game five, then every, then everything's going to be a couple days if he's finally responded to the pressure. Blah, 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 blah. And then these things will kind of go all out of whack and you can come back and take some buck series and do some things like that. So I think you might be onto something there. You know, taking Paul here at plus 175 is probably a little bit better than taking the Suns there at minus 130. You're trying to do something game to game. Speaking of free throws, you brought up Giannis and getting counted. I am a now, well, you know what? I'm going to get the first one. I'm going to blame Drew. This one, this one was, this one didn't, you know, the the other one we had with Trey Young and Giannis, that didn't have an Andy symbol, Andy head symbol on it. This one did. I went, we, and you know, I got to give you credit to you. I mean, we talked it out before the show. We talked it out on the show. We said, hopefully it's not a case where he shoots like three or four free throws and we have a small sample size and we get F, but did shoot nine and he missed one of them. So the Devin Booker make every free throw no was a winner. If you got on that, congrats. I just I had to put it out there. The fact that we were able to come up with it. It's not like you missed a bunch. You only missed the one, but one was all, all we needed. Took. All we needed. Um, it's raining again, isn't it? Is it saying, it's raining. It's raining. Switzerland's it's the rainy season in Switzerland. I've been saying Lausanne is in France for like three days Spain now for some all. reason. Hey, I, I thought you know I thought Budapest was in Turkey, so it, it's been tough for us. I went back and looked. I think it was part of because that Euro thing that people went to like Bucharest instead of Budapest or something. It's all yeah, been very tough for me. I don't know. My brain is in kind of a scrambler at this point with all the stuff that's going on. But yeah, nothing in Lausanne or Lausanne. Not really sure. But no tennis in Switzerland. It continues to rain. Everything's kind of stopped up there. Um, I believe our girl Mandy Manel is down a set, uh, but also put out Rakamova late yesterday. She's up a set, and we got a couple other things in the cooker there. Um, tennis, the other tournament we have is in Prague. Again, lines are kind of slowly slow coming out for there. They were able to get all their play in, but we do have one play in the aforementioned Budapest, which of course is located in Hungary, people, clearly dead in the center of Europe. Uh, <laughs> We're going to take a total here. Over 21 games, Yulia Putinseva is going to play Katarina Kozlova. Um, I have this total at, honestly, a juicy 21 and a half. This, this might be a rare opportunity, you know, to hang a 22 that makes sense in a three-set, you know, non-Grand Slam clay tournament here. Um, Putinseva is someone that plays very long matches. Same thing with Kozlova here. 
Um, the two of them have really good returnability. I think there's a chance we see a lot of breaks of service. If there is a chance this match gets to like 5-5 five, five or something like that, go in and live bet either woman to win the match 7-5. It's just going to be a great bet as the longer this goes. There's going to be a ton of ability here for, for women to come back and win these sets. And it sets us up for a nice over here again. I think we're going to see a 7-5, maybe a 7-6. So 7-5-6-4, 7-6-6-3, and uh, we're doing pretty good, Andy. So we'll go just over 21 here again. Very few lines out for tomorrow, given that everything's kind of in flux um, and the way they set these tournaments up. It's not like a slam where it's nice to kind of go round by round by day. Yeah. You're in the quarterfinals in some of these tournaments. You're in the third round and others. It's a mess, but just this one for now. Like when, when the camera goes wonky and I like try to wipe it off. Actually, that worked. My God. That's not how that worked. And somebody in the chat just said there's some 20 and a halfs out there too. As always, as a rule, do shop around, especially if you're in a legal state with a whole bunch of different places to go look. So take a look for that. And uh, there's not a lot of sports today, guys. There's one MLB game. There's no basketball. There's nothing. Like the, this is, if anybody wonders why bookmakers down, why they decided, like, because there's no major sports really. It's it's a good day to take it down. This is a good day for maintenance. So it's a little uh, little short on the content and picks. Like I said, I'll have some round two picks for the open later on tonight. I'll probably post those in a blog or put out a tweet. But uh, we had a fun one yesterday. I didn't watch a minute of this because we did the deep dive. But if you followed along to the markets, and this is something, this is why people should always pay attention to you know informational stuff. The WNBA All-Star Game total opened around 250. Here's a cute little chart showing where it did. And quickly dropped 60 points. Not quickly, but over the course of a few hours. It was quick enough. It was uh, over it was the course of a couple afternoon. hours, I, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's like an hour I, mean, half, I, I was trying to think in, in our little NBA chat while we were following it and peppering it ourselves, it went from, I was trying to think like the 230s down to like just to 200 in like an hour. Yeah, was, it was it was something. It I think it bottomed out around 190. Some people saw just a shade under 190. Started to get tickled back up. Never even got close to that. I think we finished in the 170s. So 250 was a bit off. Yeah, no matter what you bet on the under, uh, I believe. Yeah, I believe Circa might have opened it, but that that's the thing. Like somebody like that opens it, everybody copies it because they don't you know, don't want to do the work on a one-off game like this. And all of a sudden the whole market's dicked like this. So do pay attention. If you see something like this, start asking questions. It was a Circa opener. I think um, Dave Purdom wrote a little bit of article about it. And, uh, you know, it was, it was just a mistake. It wasn't anything weird. It wasn't anybody doing anything goofy. It was one of those rare things where you see exactly what you talked about. You know, this is why it's so dangerous just to copy a number. When there really is only one group of people looking into it and you know again who knows where the guys at circa got it maybe they're just pulling a number from last year who knows but when there are more people making a number you have less problems with this but it is just here's one number and everybody hang it and take action they get beat up like they did yesterday so you know remember if there's any of uh you dressmakers as one person would like to call them and say is are out there listening make sure you're out there to at least check in you got to do your own thing folks Mr. Yeah, Mr. Gadoon might say that. Um, yeah, like I said, not much going on. I did have a tweet that went out yesterday, and it, it led me to a bunch of re 
tweet quote tweets and replies it kind of had me think like people proved my point for social media venting people yeah well i just like this was just kind of a joke tweet i'm like ah this will get some likes and maybe some replies but enough people replied to this with the you know basically you're an idiot andy and these are two different markets apples and oranges and yeah markets are different but i said you know i said and i'll read the tweet in case you're a podcast listener if you bet rom at nine to one and he wins it's all nice hit on your favorite chalk donkey chalk donkey being pretty funny i like that one but if you hit a nine to one on some tight end being the first touchdown score in monday night football you're a damn hero and the point I was trying to make was about the favorite long shot bias. And it is bothering me right now that my face is melting on camera. I don't know why I think the damn camera's going wonky. Then. I think you your think beard is too close. I think the beard is too close to the color of the background or something. Maybe my maybe beard. Yeah, maybe it doesn't like I don't like the NATO angle. Let's not do that. No, yeah. Keep no, your shirt, the, the, Keep your shirt on. NATO right in the face. But no, the, the point I was trying to make was nine to one is nine to one. The favorite long shot bias really plays in here because, oh, you just bet the favorite. Well, the favorite, and I don't want to do any math today. I don't want to bore you with some math. But if you take nine to one and you put it into decimal odds, which I know everybody hates decimal odds, but they're a lot easier to use with love the math. It. I do love the decimal odds. The they're decimal better. odds will tell you that a nine to one is implied to win 10% of the time. It doesn't matter if it's two tennis players and one of them is nine to one and the other one's a massive favorite. They're saying 10% of the time that nine to one wins. If a golfer is nine to one and there's 150 other golfers, he's going to win that tournament 10 times, 10% of the time. Like it just, that's the implied odds as informed by the market. You know, it's not perfect, but if you were able to run something a lot, the mark, the closing lines would be pretty close. Minus 200 implies you win 66% of the time. If you go run a query on baseball, baseball games where a favorite closed minus 200, you're going to find you take those the overall win record of those teams, it's really damn close to 66% of the time. The market is pretty well informed. I know I won't get into the weeds on pulling out the VIG and comparing different markets and over rounds and stuff like that. But the fact is like a nine to one is a nine to one. If you had a thousand sided dice, and it had a hundred sides that were your guy, or if you had a 10 sided die that had one, like it's the same thing. It doesn't matter how many other people are in the pool. 10% is 10%. So it's just, it's kind of a, and it, it is, it's even me, like the, the long shot bias does get in your head. Like, oh yeah, it's easy. Cause he's the favorite. He's still nine to one, buddy. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of the stuff that you and Drew cover in sort of your evergreen episodes and series of the deep dive. This is a bias. I guess it's probably long shot bias. I don't know if it's some other kind of bias or heuristic kind of thing going on, but there is some sort of mental incongruity, some sort of problem with the human brain where we look at the nine to one and just because it's at the top of the list, we think it's different than a nine to one everywhere else. Yes, it's different markets, just like you said, but nine to one is nine to one is nine to one. It does not matter. And to think about it that way is totally nonsense. Although I will say people that hit nine to one touchdown for scores are heroes. Yeah, no, I did. I did feel kind of bad, like picking on you with that. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't okay. picking on, yeah, I wasn't picking on the first touchdown scores, but no, it's just. It's exactly what you said though, right? It's a market where nine to one's at the top here and you'll get this other one and nine to one's in the middle down towards the bottom and you feel cooler and smarter because you pick the nine to one that's, at the bottom, the the less likely nine to one. That's what it is. As soon as you feel that yeah. way, you're wrong because it's nine to one. 
they're both yeah, it's like saying there's a like less them. likely a less likely coin flip you know right. a, a coin and we'll close with this coin a coin flip is the best example if two sides are minus 110 and i said i wouldn't do the math but if you pulled out the vig minus 110 is a 50 50 if they're both my you know minus 110 so a coin flip would be 50 50. now one side of the coin is going to be just as likely as the other side of the coin it's going to happen half the time now get some other market where there's six or seven other contestants but there's still one thing that's going to happen 50 percent of the time it's still the same it's it's a 50 percent odds just because there's seven other people in the market it's going to happen 50% of the time, just like uh, a heads would in a 50-50 coin flip. So yeah, you you cannot fight against the implied odds. It wasn't it wasn't the background. I switched to the beach and my beard is still weird. It's like that uh, Just for Men commercial when they're Emmett Smith and he's got the gray beard and he says, your beard is weird. That's what's cracking right now. Either way. It's interesting. Um, like you have white out all over your... We'll get we'll get back to a bunch of sports tomorrow. We have Adam <laughs> Burke coming in tomorrow. Do a yes. baseball Friday. Very excited about that as baseball gets into the here. second half. Second half of the MLB season kind of kicks off tonight, but for the most part, it kicks off tomorrow. We'll get into that. Um, go to at Betsperts for all the details on this. But if you sign up for the win bet, obviously you can get a Yeti Tumbler, five hundred dollar risk free bet. Sign up in any of the states. If you don't live in one of those states, find a buddy in a different state. Convince them to give them your Tumblr. Give you their Tumblr. I'm going to get a Tumblr at the 3M Open in a couple weeks. So that's pretty awesome, too. I'm going to be very yeah. Tumblr-rich pretty soon. And, yeah, Patrick says he has a great question for Adam tomorrow. I will look for that in the chat. I'll make sure it gets Can we build you like one of those beer-dispensing helmets, as Vern Lundquist would like to say, but we can put the Yetis in there. And you go, Yeti, Yeti. Or I guess they're on the side, not the middle. Look at this. Now you can't see it. Although my hair is really rough today. So, all now right. You look like a baseball coach. Oh, oh my God. Now, now I got worse. Now, all right. See you guys tomorrow. <laughs>